Hello, friends. Hello, runners. Hope all of you are doing well. A very, very happy New Year 2024 to all of you, your friends and your family. Um, I'm recording this a couple of hours before uh, the turn of the year. Very excited to record this uh, second uh, weekend message for all of you. Uh, congratulations for finish finishing the first warm-up week. Uh, as they say, it's always difficult to get started. And uh, when I look at the general trend across the board, I got to tell you, this time there seems to be a little extra enthusiasm and commitment from uh, runners across the board. Uh, you know, why I'm saying this is we this um, warm-up week this time literally coincided with the Christmas weekend. And I was expecting a lot of... Uh, late starters and not yet, uh, you know, getting to the training season kind of uh, start. But to my surprise, to our surprise, it's been the other way around. Um, lots of folks have been on vacation, but still managing to do something. As I always say, something is better than nothing. So here we are um, finishing first week of warm-up. We have one more week of warm-up where we will sort out all the other remaining niggling issues, and then we get started with the regular season. For those of you who are in 5K, you guys are finished with your one week of warm-up. 10-week uh, program starts this week. Your training starts now. Uh, all the very best for your training. Focus on the brilliant basics, which is making sure that you have the right shoes, the insoles, uh, the right clothing when you're running outside, and then, um, you know, focus on prioritizing this as opposed to doing it the last thing in a day. Typically, then it becomes uh, uh, suboptimal. So if you do all of that before you know, the season will uh, go by very quickly and you suddenly find a new you, which is a very beautiful thing. So today, folks, uh, in this uh, weekend message, I would like to touch on uh, three main points. The first and the most important one that I always always kickstart this uh, weekend series is to talk a little bit about a fundamental type of run that we uh, administer to all our runners in our training program. It's 70% uh, of our runs fall in this category and it is the most important type of run which gives the maximum bang for the buck in terms of training. And that is what we call it conversational pace running or base pace running. This is something we will ask you to do. It takes some time to sort of get on top of it. And there is no end point in this journey of doing a perfect conversational pace. Uh, you know, it's when you start the season for new runners, you probably will take some time even for return runners because of the break in between, it'll take some time. But the idea here is trying to shoot for a perfection when it comes to conversational pace. It has got multiple benefits across the board. And let me first begin by explaining what it is. Now, conversational pace running, as the name suggests, is the pace at which you are running in a way that when you are running, you're able to hold a conversation without the other person knowing that you are running. Think about that. Conversational pace running is a pace at which you run 
where you are able to hold a conversation. So let me give you an idea of what a non-conversational pace running looks like when you try to talk when you're running. Now, when you try to talk in a non-conversational pace, <laughs> this is how it'll sound. Yes, because you're turning breathless, your body is trying to talk, and when you talk, you need uh, some amount of buffer, uh, oxygen, and air content available. But if you're running at a pace where the equilibrium is not there between the oxygen demand and the oxygen supply, you start panting. And when you speak, you will speak like this. Yeah. So a conversational pace running is, imagine I'm speaking right now, like the way I'm talking to you, but you're running. That is conversational pace. So it is very easy for you to know whether you're in conversational pace or not by literally doing the following test when you're running, which my coach used to say as happy birthday song. So when you're running in a small hum, try to sing happy birthday to you, happy birthday to me, whatever. When you do that, if you're able to hold that song without feeling the way I, the way I showed you in the non-conversational pace, then you're running the right pace. If you're not able to hold that, all you have to do is slow down. For early runners, it is totally okay to start walking. Catch your breath. Catch your breath and start running. Catch your breath and start running. And if you think about it, that's really what the walk, run uh, exercise is all for you guys. For those of you who are returning, especially after the Christmas break and vacations, don't assume that your conversational pace is the same as the one that you left last season. 100% would have changed. So you got to go with the actual feel of that day. In fact, every day the conversational pace could be different depending upon how you slept, how your body is feeling, etc., etc. So the conversational pace running is not about a standard distance, that you, a speed that you have zoned in on that makes you feel comfortable. It is the conversational pace for that particular day. The idea behind the conversational pace running is we are training your body to do the act of running in a state of equilibrium. Equilibrium between the oxygen demand versus oxygen supply. When you are in this equilibrium, which is the conversational pace, we call it that your body is running in what we call it as an aerobic state of running. Aerobic, as you all know, is excess oxygen is available in that state, in your body. So whatever is the requirement for your body, your body is able to provide that oxygen and has a little bit extra buffer that is there. When that state is there, that form of running is called aerobic state of running and that's the equilibrium state and it is that state when your body gets trained the best. So that's why if you think about the previous um, message that we had said, the fireside chat, one of the things that Coach Suja talked about is run slow now to run fast later. The running slow now is essentially the conversational pace running. So that's what I want you all to do today, folks, starting today rather, is when you go and read instructions and say that you are running at a 
pays, pays, or a conversational pays, all you need to do is keep that definition in mind. As you hit the road running, keep an eye, keep a sense on how your breathing is. And if your breathing is getting to a stage where you are in a non-conversational mode, slow down dramatically or start walking for some time. Be on top of your breathing. It'll take some time for you to get used to this. But once you get used to it, you will be in the perfect equilibrium state, the conversational pace running. Okay, that's my first message for you today. We start next week nailing the conversational pace running. Now, the second thing, as you start the season, in fact, interestingly for us this time, as you begin the next new year, I would like to, I won't say mandate, I won't even say it's, uh, you know, you must do, but it'll be amazing if you do it. It'll be amazing, not just for uh, for running, for your body uh, health and fitness, but also a general state of wellness. If you are able to do the following two things, I always focus on one, but this season onwards, I want to start two things. One, cut out sugar completely for the season. You're starting tomorrow, New Year. Any processed sugar, like, a, you know, Coke or uh, any type of, uh, you know, uh, cake, uh, pudding uh, outside in processed sugar, if you're using it, literally cut it off. If you're having a coffee, you can live without a coffee and a sugar, which I used to thought, used to think that without sugar, coffee tastes not good. But then it's just a question of your tongue, taste buds, getting used to the new taste, and then you really get the real taste of coffee, trust me. But if you are in that category where in coffee you cannot avoid sugar, it's okay. Something is better than nothing. Try to avoid all processed food for at least a season. Try it. Just try it. See how your body uh, thanks you for it. Your first three, four days will be difficult to ask with anything. If you cut out processed sugar, all processed sugar, I mean, some people say they, there is some sugar in the bread, for instance. Does that mean that I have cut off bread? No, let's not go that crazy. Let's talk about obvious sugar sources, you know, processed juice, processed cake, you know, some form of uh, cheese danish, all that cut it off. Try to cut off sugar uh, in your coffee, chai, if you can. If you can't, at least reduce it dramatically. No sugar substitute. When I say sugar, honey, if you put in, that is still a sugar. What we are trying to achieve here is insulin spikes, trying to avoid insulin spikes. When you avoid insulin spikes in your body, as you start running, your body will start opening up more energy pathways to meet the requirement of energy as opposed to easily available sugar. When that happens, one, your fat starts getting burnt and two, as a result of our ability to burn fat to provide energy for running, you will be able to run long without going into an energy deficient scenario. Right now, when we eat a lot of sugar, your body is getting used to the easiest path to energy, which is sugar. So it has stopped or it forgotten how to process fat, how to metabolize fat to provide energy. As a result, right now, let's say I stop eating sugar and I don't eat anything and I start workout and come back. I will feel like a, so exhausted, so tired, so weak. 
even though I have a lot of fats in my body, our body is not metabolizing it. It's in fact, it's giving me all signals so that I can get some easy source of energy, which is sugar most of the times. So it will be uncomfortable for the first two, three days. But once the body realizes that, hey, there is no easy availability of calorie, it will automatically start opening up new energy pathways. And thereby you get into the zone where you start running with accumulated fat, which is what it's supposed to do. Fat is supposed to be burnt when there is a requirement and when there is a deficiency in energy. We all have enough fat sources, but we just, our body has stopped using it. So the first step in better metabolism, a better looking you, a better runner is to cut out insulin spikes in your body because of this sudden surge in sugar that our body takes on a regular basis. Especially those of you in the US, you don't realize any and every processed food has some form of sugar, processed sugar, and it spikes your insulin. So always I've said that, let's make this a point. Tomorrow, today, have your party, have your sweet and everything. Tomorrow, for this season, cut out sugar completely and see how you transform. So that's my item number one. Item number two, which I'm starting off from this season onwards, which I have been testing myself for the last two months with beautiful results is managing your sodium intake. Now, let me give you a little bit about myself. You know, I have a genetic high blood pressure, uh, uh, you know, condition. So I take medicines. Now, I also have a problem in, you know, putting on weight too quickly and losing also, but not putting on also too quickly. And thanks to my friend, we did a little bit of analysis and we did some research on this. I have a doctor friend, Dr. Raghu as well, was here. That a daily max recommended sodium intake is around 2,300 mg. 2,000 to 2,300. Some people say 2,000 is too much, but you know, if you look at it, 2,000 2,300 mg per day of sodium intake is recommended. Anything more than that is you're taking extra sodium, extra salt. Now, what's the problem with this? When you have extra salt or extra sodium in your bloodstream, sodium absorbs water. When it absorbs water, it first of all, there is water retention in your body. Weight increases. Weight doesn't come down that quickly because water stays with the sodium. It also increases the volume of blood in the system because it absorbs a lot of water. As a result, your pressure goes up. It's like two straight mechanical you know, connection. Nothing by, uh, medical here. Uh, you are adding a substance which is going to retain water and as a result, the volume of blood is increased because it retains more water. As it retains more water, pressure of the system because more volume hence for the same uh, you know, blood vessels, more volume and hence pressure increase, blood pressure increases. So how do you, you know, I'm not asking you to cut off salt completely, then life will be pointless. But what I want you to do, that is what I've been doing for the last two months with spectacular results, is there is a wonderful free app called MyFitnessPal. Okay? Go and sign up MyFitnessPal. Get a baseline first of where you are, how much is your salt intake. Essentially, pretty much anything you eat, you can put in there. Okay? Literally any Indian food, any American food, Italian food, you name it, it's called an exhaustive database. Literally to the you know, you will go and check it out. Literally, you'll be surprised at the amount of, uh, 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 you know, food uh, ingredients that they have that you can choose from. 
and you can quickly within couple of days you can save your food so you don't have to it's a very easy process once you know uh, because every day you don't eat too many different type of food right in a general thing so you start measuring what is your sodium intake every day in my case it was an aha moment i love poppets i love pickle i used to like binge on poppets 3 4 every meal pickle a good one you know a spoon of pickle every meal and my sodium content used to go to 4000 3800 5000 sometimes the minute i started measuring it i realized man there are easy ways to reduce without going saltless or anything so i cut out uh, my uh, poppet from f- like 10 a day to like 2 a day pickle i just cut it out it's okay it's not something i've had enough share of my pickle and i used to stop like this chips in few other things where there's salt you know every time nowadays i just open up and i look at my salt content in the in any food that i take and suddenly i got to around 2000 to 2300 and i did it for 3 4 days 4 5 days people suddenly started realizing that hey you seem to have lost weight and i haven't done anything i have not even run it was party time that is when i realized body was losing water and lo and behold my blood pressure was fantastic never had that blood pressure 112 120 85 84 very easily just for 5 days so i want you all to do this it's a very healthy right thing to do cut out sugar manage sodium using my my fitness pal first get a baseline once you get the baseline you know where the problem is so that you don't have to like go crazy on salt reduction but you can just cut out the the outliers and automatically you will be within the 2300 to 2300 range and you do that check out your weight loss journey check out your blood pressure a situation you'll suddenly feel light and amazing a combination of salt and sugar control if you can do this this season everything else you're at off to a great start and it's going to be that snowball effect you work out cardio strength is increasing on top of that you are cutting out two major i almost call it toxins that's screwing up your system so that is sort of getting streamlined you do strength training and the the snowball starts rolling and once it starts rolling you know what's going to happen to that rolling snowball that's what i want you to do think about it uh give a, a shout out or uh, give a you know some form of yep yeah, i'm going to do this kind of a thing to motivate others in our runners i whatsapp group let's all do this together maybe share your sodium intake uh, whatever i'll 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 give some ideas from my side too and let's uh, just motivate each other and have a lead a healthy start to the next season okay so that's item number message number 2 and the last message i want to give for uh, this weekend is about masters so folks i've told this to uh, many times we are very passionate about driving impact in other people's lives and for us coaches in the management team the place where we have the highest satisfaction uh, i would say two places one is new runners uh, to all 250 of you all seeing how you all blossom from let's say many cases couch to you know something lot better than couch very soon and seeing how our masters masters uh, runners who are above 70 essentially our parents how they transform these two gives us a major major satisfaction so right now we are closed on all applications but for masters we are still open because their season starts around february first week 
It's a 10-week walking yoga breathing program. We have 25 office or, uh, masters already signed up. 5K and 10K are given to uh, are the two sort of uh, uh, distances we offer. And it is open only to runners, high runners of the current season because we want the current runners to help their parents out. So I would encourage all of you, especially those new runners who are hearing this for the first time, talk to your parents. We have 25 of them. There's a separate WhatsApp group. Each of it's a it's a free program, 100% free program. Each of them will get a coach and uh, we will essentially motivate them, make sure that they do it. And we have had some phenomenal success stories in our masters. We've had an 85-year-old master completing his second or third 5K or 5K. We have like my own mom, uh, you know, done 10, four 10Ks already after a knee surgery, both knee operations. We have Chitti, who is like my mom's younger sister. She's also around touching 80s. She has done four. We have Coach Suja's mom, who has also done four 10Ks. There are lots of such phenomenal examples. You know, uh, Valuri uncle, you know, he runs uh, probably faster than many of the runners here. And he is like a uh, master himself. So we enjoy this and uh, would st- strongly encourage all our runners to consider signing up your parents. Give them this gift. They would like it. Initially, they won't know what it is. So you have to sell it to them properly. Tell them it is a walking, yoga and breathing program, 10 weeks. It's free for all of uh, the uh, parents of our current runners. Okay. I would like to get this number to 50. We are about 25. I do believe we can impact another 25 masters and uh, feel really good about ourselves when we do that. Okay. So that's it for today. Happy New Year again to all of you. Remember, conversational pace you need to focus on next week onwards. Cut out sugar, processed, all processed sugar, cut it out completely, you know, fruits and such you can take. And salt, MyFitnessPal, sign up, MyFitnessPal.com, sign up. And then it's a free account. Start uh, putting in your daily intake of food so that you can get an idea of what is your protein, what's your thing, but focus on sodium. And let us try to bring the sodium to le- between 2000 to 2300, which is essentially, I think, one tablespoon of salt is what is 2300 mg, if I'm not mistaken, or one spoon, if not tablespoon. And when you do that, weight loss, uh, low BP or a, a normalized BP and a general feeling of uh, health will follow. And all the very best for the new year. Let's get it going, guys. Thank you. Take care.